Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Max Fonseca. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're new, thank you so much. I really appreciate you tuning in. This is a show for younger people like myself and costumes who are trying to start a business or just want to learn some business-like tips that can help you later down the road in life. Because I'm right here with you guys doing it from the ground up. Uh, we have a special episode today, but I would highly recommend listening to our past episodes to learn more about what we're doing here at Like Me, my background in the entrepreneurial space, and what we are all about as a company. Also, a reminder to pay the fee. There's no money involved. Just spread the word through Instagram, Snapchat, tell a friend, have that friend tell a friend. Our Instagram is likeme.student, two E's and me. So spread the word so we can blow up and help a lot of people. Uh, Today, I want to talk about doing the right thing, uh, both in personal life and in business, because it's a critical character trait to have, Uh, and it's a moral code to live by almost. Uh, Doing the right thing could be holding the door, saying thank you, giving a hand to somebody who needs it, picking up a piece of trash by the garbage that's just laying there, and you know, just throwing it back in the bin. And if you're a dude and you piss on this toilet seat, wipe that shit up, because if you don't, if you can't even wipe the piss off a toilet seat, you're not doing, you're not be able to do shit in life. Um... But in a business sense, doing the right thing is all, is really the only way to do business, in my opinion, at least. Uh, doing right by your customers is key. Um, now, this might have to bring some sacrifice into the mix, but I will touch on that in a little bit. Uh, what when we do the right thing, it's a very vague, open-ended idea because it could be it could be anything almost. Um, at least. You know, in my mind, it's providing a great service, providing true value to someone. What, you know, what can you do to improve their situation? If you can find that out, you know, if you can find something that really improves someone's situation, you're on the right track. Um, Because nowadays, uh, we always see on social media and YouTube is all these influencers and entrepreneurs, I put that in air quotes, uh, pushing their program about how to sell on Amazon, on Shopify, or just some bullshit like that where they sell gimmick-ass products. And they're, they're they're just scam artists. They're just con artists. They haven't done this shit in real life. They're just talking about it. So they're, that's not that's not what you want to get into. And I think that should be common knowledge not to uh, listen to those jokers because um, they don't know anything about anything. Um, but if we get back to doing the right thing, uh, it can bring some issues or conflicts around. Uh, and I bet you're wondering how, if we were helping people out, how can that cause issues? But that's just the thing. We're helping people. We're with we're dealing with human beings, and human beings have the gift of being very diverse, very unique, and very unpredictable. Um, and if you're in business or if you have a business, uh, you know what I'm talking about because it's only a matter of time when you first start out to where you start. You know, maybe it's just only a matter of time before a customer has a problem or you have some issues to settle with that person. Um, and it can bring some heat, you know, down your neck, no doubt. Um, and this also want to tie being humble into the mix because if you're in business, um, there's there's all there's always ego involved um, when you're working and doing your own thing. There's a there's a big ego behind everything. Um, so when someone has a problem with you or a product or your service, you kind of have to dial it back a little bit because you can't just be like, oh, I'm the best. My product's good. No, you're just, you're clueless, dude. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. There is no problem. But you kind of have to hear them out, listen to them and kind of just dial your ego back in and just hear the customer out and listen to what they have to say. Um, and now, 
I want to bring some detailing examples in because that's really the only business I know so far that I've had actual, I've had years of experience in. So I've had plenty of examples of, you know, having to do the right thing for some people. Um, and the ex- first example I want to use was in my second year of detailing. Uh, I had a client call me. She had a Range Rover LR2 or a Land Rover LR2, one of those small ones, right? And she, I came out, it was uh, just a regular day, you know, I just thought, ooh, I thought it was gonna be a regular day at least, but I get there and she, you know, I start telling her, you know, what, what's gonna, like what this service she chose includes and all that. And she's like, oh, uh, can I smell all your chemicals? I have a very sensitive nose. And I was like, yeah, I mean, that, that should be no problem. So I bring out, you know, all the stuff that is. She's like, okay, okay. Uh, can you put isopropyl alcohol in my carpet? I like the smell. And I was, and I, I heard that and I was, I was a little taken back and I was like, yeah, um, yeah, I guess I can. Um, and she kept on asking me how to do all this stuff, to do this, 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 this just weird, weird stuff that I've never heard of that I've never done before. And I was just like, you know what, whatever. So I, I was like, whatever. So I, you know, I keep, I do my thing. I do my work. Um, and some stuff I was, I was just, I couldn't do because her seats were, Drenched in armor all, they were greasy. So I did, I did the best I could on the car. The car looked decent with what we negotiated on price, and we did have a problem with the price, and I'll get into that in a second. Um, but the car looked fine. Uh, everything looked good. Uh, she did get a wax, but I told her. Let's go into some detailing real quick. So when you have a car, uh, it has the clear coat on it. And sometimes there's stuff that gets embedded into the clear coat that doesn't come off when you wash it. So you have to get this thing that's called the clay bar. And the closest thing I can relate it to for people who are non-detailing, it's like uh, an exfoliation bar for your skin. You rub it on your skin, it cleans your skin. It gets all the gunk out of there. So that's pretty much what the clay bar does on your paint. So once you do that, the paint's super clean. It's super smooth. So then you wax over that so it feels smooth and there's actual protection. But if you choose not to because of price, uh, your car's still going to feel rough. It's not going to look good. It's just going to be like I didn't do anything to it, but she didn't care. Uh, she didn't want to pay the extra 90 bucks I think I was charging back then for a clay bar treatment. She didn't want to pay that. So I finished the car and I say, okay, it's uh, you know this, this, and this. And she's like, oh, uh, I heard it was this, this, and this. And funny enough, my dad told her a different price that I didn't know about. So I was like, you know what? That's fine. I was wrong. Ate money. I ate about 50 bucks on that one. But I did the right thing, and so that's like that's doing the right thing right there. If I, if I was in the wrong, which I technically was, that's fine. It's all good. I wasn't happy about it, but hey, I did the money. I ate the money. It's all good. So I leave, and then I get a text about an hour after, asking why her carpet does not smell like isopropyl alcohol, and this one was on me. I completely forgot about it. I completely forgot about to put it on her carpet. I was like, you know what? My bad. Like, uh, I completely apologize. I, I can come back out right now and put it back in there, clean the whole carpet again, clean everything again, at least do the carpeting. Right. Um, cause that's the only thing I guess I missed out on. Uh, but she, she wasn't really having it. Um, she kept on asking me if this was done, if this was done, if I did wax the car, uh, funny enough. And I had to tell her that, um, since you didn't choose the clay option, the clay bar option, the car is still going to feel rough. 
and she wasn't having it. She started sending me lists from other detailing people or shops around the area asking if this, this, and this was done. And I, I could have gotten really heated, which I was, but I played it cool. And I was like, listen, I'll come back out right now, redo the entire car for free. I'll redo the whole car for free. But she still wasn't having it. But it's just... You're dealing with human beings. Some people aren't going to be very reasonable, but you still have to do try and do right by them and do the right thing. That's what that's really all you can do when you're dealing in situations like this is make sure you're covering your end to do or making sure that you tell the customer that you're willing to do whatever it takes to make them happy or fix the issue at hand. And sometimes it, it goes south like it did for me, but sometimes they'll they'll um what am I trying to say? They'll say, you know, okay, that's fine. And the issue will be resolved. Um, so that's really all you can, I mean, that's really all you can do is just try and do right by the customer. And another example I want to use, this one was, I think in my four years of detailing, I have had only two complaints, one in my second year, like I just talked about and one last summer. So I think, I think that makes me qualify to talk about detailing. <laughs> At least I think so. Um, it was uh, it was over the sc- it was over the first semester of school my freshman year, and it w- this was a friend of a friend's um, one of my detailing mentors his buddies he's a very high end high roller dude and he had some nice cars, and but he lived an hour away he lived out in way out in Duluth and I was like you know what fine I'll, I'll drive out there did his car did a good job but as I was doing the inside it was an Audi and the the dash had a little the screen that pops touchscreen that pops up but that was broken and it didn't come all the way out so I didn't want to fuck with it because if I broke it I didn't know how much that was going to cost so I didn't want to fuck with it I didn't touch it do the car and I leave right I get a text from about two days later saying that I didn't wipe the screen off and I was like shit so because I didn't it, it was on me even though I didn't want to touch it and I didn't want to break anything it was still on me right so I didn't want to tell the customer that I didn't want to start making excuses for why I didn't do it. I just said, you know what? I'll come out right now and fix it. So I drove an hour out there for, I drove two hours, an hour there, hour back, just to get a, a towel out and wipe that screen off. A five, a 10 second job, two hours for 10 seconds. No money, no money was involved. Um, but that's that's what I was willing to do to make sure I did right by him, right by the customer, and right by the, my my mentor because he was the it was through him I was he was vouching for me to do a good job on his buddy's car so I had to do right by all those people before I th- even thought about myself, and that's that's how you at least in my mind that's how you do business you put other people before you. Obviously, when it makes sense, if someone texts you and starts causing problems that aren't real, and you know just talking crazy about just nonsense, then just don't pay me any mind, just ignore them or try and de-escalate the situation as, as well as you can. But when you're just, and then I want, I guess for, if I were to touch on excuses for a second, I could have easily said, oh, the screen was broken. Oh, this, oh, you're far. Oh, I'm not, you're not going to pay me. Oh, this, oh, this. But what if, what if I did that? I don't, I don't know who this guy knows. I don't know who he knows up in Duluth. I, I, I don't know. So if I didn't, if I just started making excuses and said, no, I'm not going to come out there, I could have eliminated myself from a, from a whole list of his friends that could have been possible clientele. So that's it's just the thought process that goes into doing the most that you can. Um, and, so, and sometimes when you're doing the most that you can and you're doing, excuse me, right by other people, it provides opportunity. 
when someone decides not to do right by other people. And um, another example I have is um, last summer I got a call from my first job and I, I do some work for them. Uh, my first episode, I mentioned them, um, the car shop in Atlanta, I do a lot of high-end vehicles, rappers, you know, Gucci, Young Dolph, um, Jeezy, a bunch of, bunch of Atlanta guys, right? Um, so they do a lot of their cars, a lot of Lambos, Ferraris, all high-end stuff. Uh, they're it's uh, called Cartoons of Atlanta. Um, give them a shout if you need anything audio, uh, window tint, uh, anything audio related in the ha- in the uh, in the house in the in your car. Give them a shout. Cartoons of Atlanta, great place. Best in uh, best in the southeast too. So I did some work. I used to I do some work for them, and I got a call from uh, a salesman there about. Uh, F-250 that they had. They, it was wrapped matte black. It was big, 10-inch lift on 40-inch tires. It was huge. And they called me and told me that a, a certain detail, I don't want to name drop anybody because that's also doing the right thing. Not talking shit is doing the right thing as well. Um, so another detailer came out there and washed it. Didn't do a good job at all. The wrap was, he said the wrap was stained. Uh, it was a matte black wrap and he thought it was stained. So he washed it and it didn't come out. So he just left. He didn't say anything about it, he just left. So I get a call from the shop and then I also get a call from the detailer that was on that job because uh, we met uh, a little while before that. We kind of talked back and forth. Uh, he's a great dude. He's uh, really doing big things in Atlanta. Um, but you know, it, stuff like this happens to everybody. Like it happened to me, like it happens to every detailer. It, it, it shit just happens sometimes. So he calls me and explains the situation that it was just a regular $20 uh, exterior service and it just didn't come off, so he wasn't going to fuck with it. He had other shit to get to, so he just left. And I was like, you know what? Uh, it's not what I would have done, but I, I understand. So I get out there, and it's it's even worse uh, in person. There's dirt just splattered all over the side. There's It almost looks like when you touch some... Uh, uh, maybe a black piece of paper or a fridge and you leave fingerprints and that the grease from your finger or your hands get on it. It just looked like that all over the car. But, uh, and it doesn't, and with a wrap, it's a, it's vinyl. So it's really soft. So stuff just sticks to it. It's not like a hard clear coat on paint. So I take it down to where I wash it and it was a really easy job. I just sprayed some uh, all purpose cleaner on a rag and just wiped the wrap and uh, it came out really nicely. Um, it probably, I mean, it probably took me maybe about an hour and a half to do the, just the outside, but the other the other detailer could have easily said, "Hey, I just it's going to take this amount of time. I might need a little bit more money." He could have did the right thing and mentioned it to the shop, but he didn't. He just left. So that led to some opportunity for me to fill the gap, uh, to fill his uh, his failure, so to say, and they're very happy and. Since he didn't perform, I did. So that's why when you do the right thing, you know, and you help people out, good good things can happen like that right there. Um, and I guess the overall theme in business for doing the right thing is just do the most that you can to solve problems that for or issues customers have. Like I said earlier, because, for example, when you deal with a company, you have to return something and you have to deal with a company or you have a problem. How good do you feel when you are taken care of completely? When you have, when all of your issues are resolved, they take care of you. They take care of everything. How good do you feel? I know I feel appreciated. I feel valued. I feel, I feel like I, I was helped. But then on the reversal of that, when you call a company, and they're like, "Yeah, man, uh, we don't do returns. Uh, we don't know how to help you. Uh, I guess you're just shit out of luck. Sorry, bud." Uh, I know I want to punch the guy through the phone, 
and it's just it's just the two sides of the coin which one do you want to be on and how do you want your customers to what i mean how what side of the coin do you want to be on and if you're running a business what side of the coin do you want your customers to be on i know what side i, I want to be taken care of and i want to take care of people because that's because when you take care of people people remember that when you do the most people are going to remember that you took care of them they're going to tell their friends which i've seen they're, they're going to talk about it because sometimes it's a good story. If they're like, well, man, this guy came and uh, he, you know, someone said, hey, you know, this kid drove an hour to, for, to just wipe the screen off my car. Can you believe that shit? And then they're like, oh, yeah, you know, who, who is it? Like, oh, it's this, this and this guy does a great job. Stuff like that. And it's, it's just and if I touch on the person, the more personal sense again, you know, hold the door, say thank you, pick up trash if you can, you know, lend a helping hand. It's just the small details in life to be detail oriented to those small things that make the biggest impact. And I think especially in this crazy time we're living in right now across our nation with all the division, the hatred and all, all, all the all the the just crazy stuff going on just be kind you know do the right thing help somebody out show somebody that you, that you care for them that you're that you there's still some niceness left in the world and i mean that's that's really all it's about at the end of the day just be kind do right by other people put others before yourself and that's how you're going to become successful you're going to you're going to grow a loyal customer base you're going to have repeat customers because they're going to know that you're they're going to know that you take care of them and you do the most for them. You know, keep that, just keep that in mind, guys. Be nice, do the right thing, put others before you. Thanks for listening. We'll have another episode next week. Stay tuned, guys. See you next time. Without me, my family wouldn't have food. Anybody go against me, gotta lose.